Today's show is sponsored by The Restillery. The Restillery creates custom-made lamps out of your favorite used bourbon bottles. We're talking handcrafted artisan work with no two exactly alike. Check out their shop at therestillery.com. That's R-E-S-T-I-L-L-E-R-Y dot com. Today's show is also sponsored by Wilson Artworks. Bourbon fans, if you're looking for heirloom quality handcrafted copper cups coated in silver, Wilson Artworks has the perfect mint julep cup or jigger for you. Check them out at wilsonjulepcups.com. What's up, everybody? This is Armand. I'm here with the lovely Samara. Welcome to Bonded and Bourbon. Hey, babe. Hey, honey. How are you today? I'm good. We're sitting here together. I'm looking you dead in your eyeballs today. This is the first time we have recorded a podcast in the same place since our very first episode. Yeah, since the first episode. Yep, yep. So it's a good feeling. Yeah. Good feeling. So, um, but... It's also a special day. It's a special episode, not just because we're recording it here together, but because we are going to review our very own bourbon today. <laughs> we did it. We, we bought did the it. barrel. <laughs> we bought the barrel. Well, you guys bought the barrel. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, so. But we did it. Yeah. So for those who were hiding under a rock for the past few days, the uh, private select barrel of Black Bourbon Society, private select barrel of Maker's Mark, was released last Friday. Yeah. 240 bottles of juicy goodness. Yes. And... Completely sold out. It proceeded to completely sell out by 9 p.m. Friday night. Yep. And we just want to say thank you to everyone Yes. Starting out with those of you that have supported us, uh, you bourbonites from around the globe, really, at yeah. this point, yeah, international following, uh, and really want to say a huge thank you to you guys for your support. Uh, this has gone beyond our wildest dreams. Yeah. Uh, in terms of how, how, how the process has played out, we certainly did not anticipate that it would be this well received and so it's just an honor um that you guys liked it and or believed in us really they didn't even get a chance to have you know we haven't even passed out half of the bottles yet but thank you for believing in us and trusting us and seeing the vision of Mm -hmm. this and really just supporting it you know and so we appreciate you, um, our audience, our members, our friends, our family, everyone. Shoot, I looked at that list. Not even our family <laughs> got this. They didn't get it in time. Yeah. So, <laughs> but so our friends and our supporters, um, <laughs> thank you um, for helping us. But I also think that we need to give um, some tremendous thank yous to our folks over at Maker's Mark, especially Rachel Ford who uh, we both met about two years ago. and yep, at Tales of the Cocktail. Yeah, and the moment we met Rachel Ford with Tales, it was, I mean, she has just been our friend, you know? Yeah. Um, and thank God she just happens to work at Maker's Mark and trusts in our vision and all of that. But um, really, she saw the bigger picture and she really moved um, some major pieces and made some major connections for us to even have a conversation to have this barrel process, um, the barrel selection process happen for Black Bourbon Society. So we truly appreciate you, Rachel. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much, Rachel. Yeah. Uh, next, we want to definitely thank uh, Tyler from uh, Tower Wine and Spirits. Yay, Tyler. Here in, here in Atlanta. And um, Tyler and Rachel really were instrumental in making this thing happen. And those of you who aren't familiar with the process, and we'll get in a little bit more detail about yeah. the process and how this how this actually works. But um, we had to go through a retailer yeah. in order to release the barrel. And um, Tyler 
at Tower was just fantastic. Right. And has also become a friend of ours. Yeah. You know, not Good just a, not just a guy we do business with. Yeah. And we could not have done this without his insight mm-hmm. uh, and his and his guidance and his flexibility. Yeah. And right. so um, thank you very much to Tyler. Yeah. Tyler, you know, he let us he just he let us do this. He yeah. sat in the tasting room with us and was like, whatever you do, whatever, go for it. He really gave us full reign over selecting this barrel. Right. Yeah. Well, and you have that, right? Like I said, but we'll get into this a little bit, but you do have that experience sometimes where when you go to do your your, your, your private select barrel uh, or your barrel picks, when you go through the retailer, the retailer sends a representative and the representative is there and they are kind of enforcing yeah. their wow. palette and their, yeah. because they, they want it to also represent what they want. And Tyler really did step back and allow uh, for our palettes to come through and really kind of make what uh, what we came up with. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you so much to Tyler. And, and then, then Ryan. Yeah. Well, Ryan, um, with also with Maker's Mark, thank you. Uh, Ryan has been a great partner as well. And um, he joined us along with our barrel pick but then invited us just this weekend to Whiskies of the World to present our bottle um, to the masses, yeah. you know, right alongside, you know, the rest of the Maker's Mark portfolio and all the other whiskey brands that were represented. And, you know, this is not an arrogant statement, but this is a true statement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> most, you know, most of the people who attended that event, they said they loved our whiskey yeah. better than any of the other brands in the room. Yep. Um, and, to, and so that was very special. So thank you, Ryan, for the opportunity to stand alongside Maker's Mark and to really talk about the barrel program, the private select barrel program, and then to also really just share uh, what Black Bourbon Society is about, what Bonded and Bourbon Podcast is about, who we are, and just really um, share our, our barrel pick with, you know, the, yeah, the attendance of the the whiskeys of the world. It's a great experience. It was a fantastic experience. I was going to say, let's talk about whiskeys of the world a little yeah. bit. Go ahead. Um, so, for those of you who have never attended, uh, it's effectively a tasting convention, kind yeah. of like so they so it's a big giant ballroom. We were at the Intercontinental Hotel up in Buckhead, and they had a big giant ballroom, and literally in a ring around the ballroom. Their booths with different brands, yeah, all whiskeys, scotches, yeah. Japanese, bourbons, hybrids, just all, all yeah. kinds of all kinds of everything. Though is whiskey, and they also had some food there. Yeah, I, I saw people there. eating on lamb chops. I, I didn't get any chop? food. I did not see a lamb I got, chop. I got no food. No. I got no food. We were working. We so, drank. We drank whiskey. We drank, we drank whiskey and water. We we subsisted on whiskey and water for about right. six hours. And adrenaline. <laughs> <laughs> but no, they also had. So it's a grand tasting setting. But then they also had master classes, um, where you know uh, representatives from different brands. They talked about their processing. I know that our friend Kyle over at Woodford, uh, she did a whole cheese and whiskey scotch pairing, which was I heard amazing. I missed it, but. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was just a great environment. I say what, like three, four hundred people. Were there? Oh yeah, easily. Easily. easily yeah. Easily. And Whiskeys of the World does travel. Um, so they are in the city near you. Just Google them. But it was a great experience and it was it was just great being aligned um along with the brands. For me, it was the, the alignment and it was really being able to really talk about our passion and why we um have inserted ourselves into this industry. Um, it was a great experience. Yeah, I mean, it was certainly an an honor to uh, even be asked yeah. by uh, by makers to come and represent. Yeah. The uh, the the barrel program. Uh, they do a ton of barrels across yeah. the country. Yeah. And they even do right. quite a few in, in, in Metro Atlanta. Yeah. And so they could have asked anybody. Yeah. Right to come and to represent the program, and we certainly are honored that they asked us to come. We hope that we represented uh, the program uh, and the brand and the brand in a very positive way. So, um, but we are here to taste. Yes. Let's crack this baby open. We are here to 
enjoy uh, what we've created. Yeah. And so we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back on the other side, we'll tell you guys a little bit about the barrel, about the Private Select Barrel Program and our experience there in creating uh, our bourbon. And then we're going to get into tasting it. So stay tuned. This is Barman and Bourbon. Now for a bit of bourbon lore brought to you by the Staven Faith Society, where you can study and deepen your enjoyment of America's native spirit while becoming an executive bourbon steward. While bourbon could not have anything added to it aside from water and still retain the name bourbon, other whiskeys aren't so constrained. Scotch can have coloring added, and Canadian whiskey can have both color and flavor added. The most common additive is called caramel coloring because of its mouthwatering amber glow. And where is the world's largest maker of caramel coloring base? Louisville, Kentucky. So even when you're drinking something other than bourbon for some reason, you may well be sipping another product from the heart of bourbon country. And that's just one of the many pieces of bourbon history, trivia, and myth you'll learn on your way to becoming an executive bourbon steward with the Staven Thief Society. Sign up for a class today at staventhief.com. On behalf of the Staven Thief Society, I am Samara of Bonded and Bourbon. Armand, tell listeners about The Bar to Go. They've been a longtime sponsor, but people still may not know what they're all about. The Bar to Go features handcrafted American-made traveling mini bars. These canvas or leather pouches will carry everything you need to make a cocktail or take along with your favorite 50 milliliter bottles of bourbon. These things make great gifts for men or women, and you can check out the complete lineup at thebartogo.com, and that is the number two in the web address. Be sure to use the coupon code ABVN to get 30% off your order. Welcome back, everybody, to Bonnet and Bourbon. Armand and Samara here. We are today reviewing our very own Maker's Mark Private Select Barrel Bourbon. Yes, with it our is, name, Black The Black center. Bourbon Society. Yes. <laughs> Private Select Barrel. And... Sorry, guys. We're still kind of pinching ourselves. Like, we're like, we did it. We did it. Like, we've been waking up in the middle of the night tapping each other on the shoulder. Like, guess what? <laughs> we did it. Which is like, <laughs> right. So that's the perfect segue into talking about how this happened. Right. Right. Um, because this is something that Samara dreamed of, you know, a year, oh, a year, year and ago. a half ago. Yeah. And it was literally just a notion. Yeah. And we really... Um, didn't think that it was something that could come together uh, as fast as it did. But once it became something that was yeah. really going to happen, we took it very seriously. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and so um, I think that, you know, you can talk a little bit about the process in terms of what we, we went up to the distillery and mm-hmm. we went through that process, the, the process of selecting the barrels. So what did you think of that? Well, okay, so this process actually started back in July when Armand and I uh, drove up to Louisville and we met our dear friend Rachel Ford with Maker's Mark and her the entire Maker's Mark team, uh, Ryan was there. And also Tyler flew in from Tower Wine and Spirits. So we were all there. And, you know, that day was really interesting. We started off at Independence Dave uh, Company which is, you know, they make the staves. They actually have like a separate area where they keep um, the wood for Maker's Mark because uh, Maker's Mark likes for their wood to be extremely, um, can I say like dehydrated? They really like theirs to be, you know, kind of like um, all that moisture taken out of it. Um, and 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 then we also, t- you know, talked with um, their representatives there about how they came up with the STAVE program and how they worked with um, Bill Samuels to create Makers 46. So that was an interesting um, experience that we had back in July. And then, you know, after having lunch and kind of really talking about it. And, you know, we have much respect for Bill. We met him earlier this year when we took our tour there too, and really wanting to, 
you know, come into the mindset that Bill did when he created uh, Maker's Mark 46. We then went into the Limestone Cave. If you ever have been to Maker's Mark first, let me say, that is the best distillery you could ever see in um, Kentucky. It's just the visitor experience, um, the grounds are gorgeous, the whole nine. It's just an amazing experience and really just the education that you get on those tours that you get just walking through on the campus. It's, um, there's second, there's nothing like it, right? Um, and so there's, so we, so we went back to the distillery. It felt like we had our, you know, we are familiar with it you know, with that distillery before, but we went into the limestone cave mm-hmm. where, um, you know, they blew off the side of a mountain in order to store uh, Makers 46 and uh, the Barrels Like program, um, which is a cool kind of a rick house and cool meaning in temperature. It is cool as in really, really cold. Cool. <laughs> cool. It was cold. It was like 60 degrees in there, but mm-hmm. they keep it that temperature because when, um, you know, the barrels that we, that are picked They've already matured, so they've already sat in the sun. They've already ripened. They've they're already amazing finished bourbon at that point, Maker's Mark bourbon at that point. Um, but when we add the staves, and the staves have to rest with this bourbon for another nine weeks in order to really soak up that flavor. So they have us in this cool limestone cave um, because that's what because it's temperature controlled and it doesn't. Uh, change its profile or change proof or anything else because you know the way bourbon is made it cooks in the sun essentially right yeah and i and i think that um so the process it, you start with the cast strength makers yeah and so, so that's your base yeah right mm-hmm. so when you're going to when you when you're going to create your private select barrel you start with a base of makers cast strength yeah then the staves come in. Staves. The staves come in, and so there's five staves to choose from. Yep. Those so staves those, are the baked American Pure Two, seared French cuvee, uh, Maker's Mark Forty Six. It's its own stave. Uh, the roasted French mocha, and then toasted French spice. Yes. And so these staves, they're cooked at varying degrees. Then by cooking them, or searing them, or charring them, they uh, basically let off a different flavor component within the maker's cast strength bourbon, right? Yes, yeah. And so you can pick up to 10 staves yep. uh, to season your bourbon. Love that And word. any combination of those five. So you, if you wanted to, you could pick yep. 10 French cuvee staves. Right. And you, or you could pick two of each of the five, but any combination up right. to 10, if you didn't want to do 10, you could do that too. If you didn't want to do 10, now, I have never seen one never that seen didn't it. use all 10. 10 yeah. But I assume that if you want, if you only wanted to end up using eight and you just, that's how you wanted to flavor it. You could do that. They, the, the key is they really allow you to customize it. It's, it is the most customized uh, barrel Barrel's selection program. process uh, across all of the distilleries. Yeah. And so um, we began our process by tasting uh, a Each bourbon one. that had been seasoned solely by by each one right. of the staves. And that kind of gave us an idea of how each one of the staves impacted the flavor of the bourbon individually. Yeah. Then... We went, it was really like a chemistry experience. Yeah. And the, this is when bourbon turns into science, you right. know? Right. Um, and that I think that's the part that really fascinates the both of us is just really uh, talking about, because essentially we're just talking about how wood affects whiskey. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. So we went through each one and we really could say how a lightly toasted, um, the lightly toasted staves of the baked American Pure Twos, what the effect of the um, of those staves have on the whiskey with that, all the way down to those really heavy, dark, charred, roasted French mocha staves and how that um, changes the complete f- flavor profile of bourbon, of the whiskey too. Um, and then from there, we, you know, this is a really interesting process. We were determined to come up with a bourbon that you liked and one that I liked. 
So yep. you wrote your favorite, you wrote your personal favorite recipe of this process down. And then I wrote mine down and we didn't, we, we, there was a little contention in the room because we didn't share what we each wrote down until we had mixed it up and placed them both in front of us. And right. from there. And so what the way, when you think about the blend of the mixing, yeah, it's effectively a beaker. Yeah. And you've got a beaker that's got more or less 10 ounces in it. Yeah. Right. It's like, and so, or 10, 10 parts. Right. And so the original tasting is just two parts of everything. Right. And you taste from that and then you make your adjustments. And so we wrote down what our adjustments would be. Uh, and then we created those in the beaker. Yeah. And then we tasted those. And then what we realized, because I didn't see what you wrote down for your formula, you didn't see what I wrote down, but our formulas were aren't weren't really that far off. No, we were pretty close. We yeah, were pretty close. I don't remember exactly what it was for our initial one, but we were we were pretty pretty close in terms of what right. what, what what we liked. And so, um, really, it was actually not a um, it wasn't an arduous process. We no. really. We made a couple of tweaks yeah. to what we had, uh, and that's what we came up with. Yeah. And what we came up with were two of the baked American Pure Two, mm-hmm. three seared French cuvee, three Makers 46, and two of the toasted French spice. Right. Conspicuous in its absence mm-hmm. is the roasted French mocha. We agreed, we agreed that uh, the flavor that add that to the mocha just really wasn't representative of our palate. No. Nothing against it for people who really enjoy. It was very much like a dark. If you think of a mocha, it was a dark chocolate, so it was dry. Uh, yeah. Probably something that went very well, would go very well with a cigar, which neither of us, uh, neither of us are smokers. cigar smokers. And so it was not, you know, nothing against that, but just in terms of trying to capture something that really reflected our palates, um, that was the combination that we came up with. Right. And, and so, and I have to say, you know, we'll talk more about this bottle, but we've got to dive in and taste this. Mm-hmm. Um, this is 110 proof. That's all you. It's all me. And, but I think with that being said, I think that's <laughs> why we kind of went more with the lighter stays with the Bake American Pure Twos, uh, the Sierra French Cuvées, and then, you know, the great equalizer of the Maker's Mark 46. Um, and I think it is truly a blend of both of our personalities. I like mm-hmm. the high proof. I like that little bit of spice on the back end. You like more of the sweet, more of the mellow. Um, and I think all together wrapped into one is just a big, bold flavor, right? It's very, I don't want to dive into, I, I don't want to say what it is. Until well, we're going to dive into it. We're going to dive into it now. So okay. um, let's go ahead on and toast to it. Okay. We are, we are toasting it with, unfortunately, red solo cups today. <laughs> <laughs> But um, it's just been a long day, y'all. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> um, okay, so let's look at the bottle. Let's just do our regular review. Yeah. And so we'll start think? with the appearance. What's the appearance? I mean, it's a Maker's Private Select bottle. It is uh, obviously the the primary characteristic with the Maker's is going to be your red wax. Yeah. And so, I mean, they are hand-dipped. Mm-hmm. We have actually hand dipped uh, several bottles ourselves. Yep. Uh, and it has the Maker's Wax seal. Yep. Uh, on the bottle as well. We think the, the Private Select bottle, I think, is very it's, it's uniquely shaped among the Maker's bottles, mm-hmm. and I think it's the most aesthetically pleasing yeah. of the bottle shapes. And then, of course, there's My the label part. there. You know, the label says Black Bourbon Society on it. Yep. And not only on the front, but on the back where it lists our finishing saves on it, but it has both our signatures on it. So this is truly our baby. This is us. Yep. Yeah. And it has the stave combination with the stave combination on there for those of you who purchased. And so you can see what we made. We don't have anything to hide. It's not a super secret recipe. No. It's just, this is what we, you know, this is what our palates led us to do. Yep. And so 
Um, so with an appearance, we thought it was very inviting. On the nose, uh, I get on the nose, the really, the, the nose for me is the the baked American. Pure 2 is really leading on the nose with the the crispness. Yeah. The uh, kind of apple, I would say like a red delicious apple. Not, yeah. not, not a sour like a Granny Smith, but more like a red delicious apple. Um, very clean. On the nose, very inviting. I really, uh, I really enjoyed it. That was uh, something that really stood out when we were in the process. Was we wanted it to be something. Uh, we wanted it to be a bourbon that would really grab you from the nose to the finish. Right. And so each one of the staves and the number of those staves really played a role it was very we were very methodical in terms of planning yeah. how we wanted the taste and experience to be and so um on the nose we had uh the christmas i think that really was the american pure to come through what about you yeah i agree i got a lot of red delicious apples on this i also got caramel like this mm-hmm. is it it smells like a caramel dipped apple to mm-hmm. me um mm-hmm. it's just a lot of caramel um, and I can also, you know, I have a hard time picking up vanilla, but I actually pick it up with this one. It was immediate, um, but it just smells yummy. Mm-hmm. You know, it smells very yummy. Um, it smells, yeah, it's, it's, it's that, it's a, that apple dipped in caramel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what about the taste? So the taste, Ooh. <laughs> this one I really love. So, um, and I'm not just saying this because we picked it, but I love it because for me, it's um, it's it's a flavor bomb. It's a total mouth explosion, right? Mm-hmm. I and we have different perceptions in how we pick this up. For me, I think it's a caramel bomb wrapped in cinnamon. Mm-hmm. It's just like this amazing a major mouth feel of like caramel, vanilla, right on the tongue. But then it's just like this feeling of like a cinnamon stick that wraps around it, um, all in the in on the tongue. Mm-hmm. You know, um, what did you think? Well, I get all of those notes except I get them opposite of you. So you said it's a caramel bomb wrapped in cinnamon. I would say it's a cinnamon bomb wrapped in caramel. <laughs> I get the spice and the cinnamon immediately. Yeah. When I put it in my mouth, on the tip of my tongue, it dances on the tip of my tongue. It lets you know it's there. It definitely brings to mind because when you when you smell it, right, you get the crisp apple. Yeah, you get the caramel. It's very sweet and very inviting. And then when you put it, when you first put it in your mouth, it lets you know, like I'm here. Yeah, like yes, this is 110 proof. Yeah, it's spicy. It's <laughs> got all this like it's like hey. I'm smart. Nice to meet you. <laughs> it's nice and big good, and bold. Good to meet you. And <laughs> then as it passes back, then the caramel comes. So that's why I say that it's the it's the cinnamon bomb. And then the cinnamon bomb is wrapped in the caramel. Because the caramel and the vanilla notes, even the I even get I love the little hint of honeysuckle that I get. Yeah. Also, yeah. Those notes they they come as it passes back for me as it passes back along my palate. And then the thing that I think besides besides the flavor, the thing that I think is really the standout is the mouthfeel. Mm-hmm. And we were able, I mean 110 proof is a good proof, right? Yeah, it but is. it's not 130, 140 proof, mm-hmm. but it feels in your mouth as thick and as right. meaty. It does. As those level of as, as whiskeys that are that uh, that high of proof, right? And um, that was again by design, and that was the French cuvee. Yeah, and the cuvee really, really added the thickness, that texture to the texture. Yeah, yeah, and so which is why if you if you remember our recipe, we had two of the American Pure. Three French cuvee, three makers forty six, two French spice. So we did the French cuvee and the makers forty six. We did more of those than we did the right. other two, and that was because we really wanted to bring through that right. texture. The texture. Really wanted to bring through that texture. Well, I agree. You know, the thing about this, and I keep sipping it, and and we and we picked it this way. Like we wanted something that 
was this amazing mouthfeel and this amazing texture. Um, and, but it's all in the mouth, right? Especially with 110, you think, oh, it's going to, I'm going to get this warm Kentucky hug. It's going to warm up my chest. No, this bourbon stays all right in your mouth, right? And mm-hmm. all that flavor, all that texture, all of that heat, all of it stays right in your mouth and on your tongue, which is traditionally, you know, how Maker's Mark was made. They really wanted to be a very flavor forward bourbon with a very smooth finish. And so that's what we have. It's like the mouthfeel is robust. It's bold. You get this burst of flavors. Um, but then leading from that mouthfeel down to the finish, there, there's it's smooth. Right. So the way I kind of look at it is, when you first taste it, mm-hmm. it get it's you, right? It's the 110 proof. It's the spiciness yeah. that comes through. That's the first. Then as it passes back along the palate, then I come along and I kind of say hello. And I'm the car- and I'm the caramel, the vanilla, the honeysuckle, the mouthfeel, the, the, the heaviness of the mouthfeel. And then the finish, we hold hands, we're together. Oh, the that's so And so the finish, is how, the finish is exactly how... Both of us, like we had to, you know, design which we did based on our personalities. It doesn't burn as it goes down, but it's not light as it. It's not short and light. Yeah. It does stay with you. Yeah, it absolutely stays with you, but it doesn't feel like an elephant sitting on your chest either. No, and that is exactly how we both actually like our finishes. So although we tend to take a different pathway in terms of the flavor profile that we most enjoy getting to that point, we both want uh, our, 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 our ideal bourbon to finish in the same way. Right. And I think that we managed to accomplish that. And that was probably for me, the biggest concern when we left was how is the flavor going to be altered during this time period while it's aging? And is the finish going to be as smooth as it was when we right. when we tasted it there at the distillery? Right. And credit to makers. You know, yeah, it's they, that limestone cave. It, it doesn't make it any bolder. It just lets it rest at a, a, you know, a cool temperature. So yeah. it's all flavor, no extra heat. Yeah. It, it, it really tastes exactly how we imagined. Yeah. Uh, I think it tastes better. Even better than imagined. Yeah. I think it tastes like what we tasted in the in, in the cave. Yeah. You know, and I was worried that it would taste somewhat different, different after it had sat in the barrel for a while. But it does. It tastes very almost exactly like how it how what we tasted when we picked it and when we said this is the one, this is what we want. We want it to be as close to that when it, get, yeah. it gets to the bottle. And, you know, they did a fantastic job um, there in, in, in doing that. There's another Ryan yeah, there at, at Makers that kind of does everything with the with the with Private Select Barrel, barrel yeah, Program. Yeah, he sees them all come And through. he has tasted actually every, every single yeah. Private Select Barrel that has come through that program. Yeah. Uh, and so he really, really, I guess, has the steward of the of the barrel once the barrel once we once we pick it and we leave he's the one that makes sure that everything else goes according to plan yeah and so you know so two we have to thank two ryan's for <laughs> making so but i thought it was uh fantastic on the finish as well and um we're gonna give you guys our scores i'm sure you guys can guess yeah <laughs> what the scores are gonna be but we'll go through the process <laughs> it's about the process so take a quick break. Yep. We'll come back. Yep. We'll give you guys our scores for the Blackburn Society, Private Select Barrel. Let's make it smart. smart. Hey, babe, there's a lot going on in the world of bourbon right now. Are we planning any trips? We sure are. I'm working on our trip to the 2019 New Orleans Bourbon Festival. But wait, that's not until March 20th through the 23rd, 2019. Why would we be working on that one already? 
The New Orleans Bourbon Festival has gotten so popular. It's a year-round event. Barbara and Tracy are hard at work getting everything lined up and to prepare, they put an early bird ticket price out there right now where you can enjoy the cheapest ticket prices of the year. Plus, if you're considering a VIP experience, those tickets are going fast. I think people want to start working on their own plans to attend the 2019 New Orleans Bourbon Festival. Where do they need to go and what do they need to do? Get your early bird discount tickets now for the 2019 New Orleans Bourbon Festival at NewOrleansBourbonFestival.com. We'll see you there. Welcome back, everybody, to Bonded and Bourbon. We are here to give our scores for the Black Bourbon Society Private Select Barrel of Maker's Mark. And we're going to dive right on into it. We've told you guys about the, the program, the process. Uh, we've gone through our tasting notes, so now we're going to get into our scores. Right. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we'll start off with appearance. What do you think, babe? I think it's amazing. And like, like we said, this has been the, kind of a dream in the works uh, since we've met uh, Rachel's two, two years ago um, at Tales of the Cocktail, and then also um, just really putting it out there, you know. And I'm really big on um, and setting intentions and and saying things out loud and and putting you know things into motion into the universe and having them you know come back and happen. So it's really a dream come true, um, and a lot of work went into this. So just the fact that we are holding a bottle in our hand and it says Black Bourbon Society, we found a way to make this work. Um, I'm going to give it a 10. This is an amazing, it was an amazing experience and it reflects in this bottle. Well, I'm going to give it a 10 as well. Um, I love the, I, I love, I love makers in general. I love the red wax. Um, and absolutely seeing that, you know, Black Bourbon Society on the label there really, really hammers home how far we've come yeah. with the business. And uh, and then also on the appearance, I like the color of the bourbon. Yeah. I think it's, it's a rich. very, it's a nice, rich maple color. Yeah. Um, and it's very inviting. And I really enjoy the color of it. So... I'm going to give it a 10 on the appearance, mm-hmm. uh, on the nose. Mm-hmm. I'm going to also give it a 10 because it managed to capture the crispness of the apple along with the sweetness and the invitingness of the caramel. Mm-hmm. And so when you see something, you look at it, it's got that golden that golden color. Right. You, and then you nose it and it's nice and clean feeling yeah. on the nose and crisp on the nose, but also um, also very sweet in terms of the, the, the with the caramel. I, I don't think you can really ask for much more on the on the nose. What do right. you think? No, I think it's amazing. I mean, and this is kind of synonymous with my feelings with Maker's Mark anyway, is that, you know, it smells like Thanksgiving to me. Hmm. It's the spices, it's the caramel, it's the warm golden apple. It just reminds, Maker's Mark just in general, just reminds me of fall, mm-hmm. you know? And I figured out a way to really wrap up this entire fall, you know, red delicious apple, caramel and and cinnamon. We, we and, and even the vanillas, like we just found a way to, to wrap it all together, you yeah. know? Yep. And especially with the 110 proof, like you can smell the heat, like you just know it's, it's robust. It's so mm-hmm. it's it smells delicious. Mm-hmm. And same with the taste. Mm-hmm. You know, I often, you know, this weekend when we were at Whiskey's of the World and talking with our members who were coming by to pick up their bottles um, here in Atlanta, I kept saying, you know, pull this out for Thanksgiving. Pull mm-hmm. this out. This is a perfect after dinner drink. Like have this with a slice of sweet potato pie. Mm-hmm. Have this with pumpkin pie. Have this with pecan pie like this is just going to be an amazing experience that will complement um your thanksgiving dinner Mm -hmm. um so 
I just think the flavor is full. It's bold. It, and it reminds, and you hit the nail on the head, honey. I was going to say it earlier, but you beat me to the punch, which is fine. Cause it comes up better from you sometimes. <laughs> um, but it is, it's a marriage of our personalities. You know, mm-hmm. I hate that I'm the bold and spicy one because I'm only five two. <laughs> <laughs> but here you are at six three, and you're like the smooth and mellow, caramel, you know, calm person out of the two of us. So, but this really is the perfect way to describe who we are um, as a team, as a couple, and it really does blend our our two different styles of uh, the way we love whiskey. Mm-hmm. You know. So what's the score? A 10. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> so you are, so we are currently running at all tens for <laughs> uh appearance and for nose and for taste for Samara. I am surprised. Can I give it a 10 for taste as well? <laughs> uh, I think you guys can notice the trend. That's happening here. Yes. But I really felt that it was really complex. Yeah. And that's something that I personally really enjoy. Uh, I come up drinking a lot of scotches, uh, also a lot of Japanese and other Asian whiskeys as well. Um, And although bourbon was the first whiskey that I started to drink at a young age, um, I've only recently kind of come back into bourbon in the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. Since you met me. The things, yes. Since, since, since you fell in love me, with me. changed my life. <laughs> and so I think that one of the things that I really like, that I really like in a bourbon, if when I can find it, is complexity. It's why I really like the four grains. Yeah. Um, and so we managed to get... I feel a four grain complexity mm-hmm. out of may out of uh, off of a maker's cast strength base. Yeah, you know, basically off of weeded. Off of weeded, yeah. And we managed to get four grain complexity, and so I gave it a, give it a ten on the taste, the mouthfeel. As I said earlier, I mean that was really what we were going. We wanted to be really heavy, really thick in the mouth, um, indicative of. You know the the George T. Stags and mm-hmm. those other really high proof, um, high proof bourbons that are out there, and I think we managed to accomplish that. Yeah. And that's how I want you know my bourbon to feel. Yeah. You know, and so I gave it a ten on the mouthfeel. Yeah. Same. Same. I get. Of course, I gave it a ten. But mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's also like it's just amazing that we were able to keep all this complexity right in the mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, and really it's just, it's just front and, you know, the more you sip this, it's literally front of tongue, middle, back of tongue, front of tongue, middle, back. It all stays right in the mouth. And that's what I think I've been sipping this whiskey for four days now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just really is literally all in the mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then that also leads to the finish. There is no, there is no, there is no, Kentucky burn. There's no hug. There's no burn. There's no elephant on your chest. Um, it really just goes down smooth, almost like your scotch suit. Just goes down super smooth, super clean. Mm-hmm. Remember, that's what our friend, our dear friend Marie said. Mm-hmm. It goes down clean, mm-hmm. um, and that's what I think. That's why the mouthfeel and the finish kind of go hand in hand for me, mm-hmm. because you are able to maintain all of this flavor, all of this experience in the, on the palate, but it doesn't go down. It just goes down clean on the throat and in the chest. Yeah. And I think it stays, it stays with you for a little while, Yeah, but doesn't overstay. It's welcome. It doesn't overstay. Um, It's welcome because you want to continue to sip more and more and more. And that's the thing. We literally have gone through half a bottle, just really enjoying the flavor complexities of it. It's not like some rise will burn and numb my lips completely. You know, mm-hmm. like I'll get a few sips of it. I'll be able to pick it up. But then my mouth is like completely shot mm-hmm. after a few sips of that rye because it's so peppery. Right. But that's not what we get. We really do get the cinnamon, the caramel, the vanilla. And and, and it's just like a repeat. It's just, and it just mm-hmm. it keeps inviting you back to drink more and more and more mm-hmm. of it. Well, I guess that leaves it up to me then. <laughs> the final, the final ranking for the finish. 
Um, and I guess you guys can probably guess. I'm going to give it a 10. Yeah. And we're going to close it on out with the first ever. First ever. The first ever Perfect 100 rating. Score. Making the Black Bourbon <laughs> Society <laughs> private select barrel of Maker's Mark the greatest bourbon <laughs> ever created. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> We are joking, but we're not joking. But we're not joking. We're laughing, <laughs> but we're very serious. We're not. You know, <laughs> we would say everybody rush out and go get a bottle, but we'll it's sold out. out. So. We are talking. We're all talking with makers. We are trying to convince Tyler to possibly, possibly, I want to make sure that that's clear. Maybe we can do another release. Maybe we can do a half barrel, but we'll figure it out. And stay tuned. We'll keep you posted. We'll but for right now, it. you should have got it when we told you to get it. Should have got it when we told you to get it. Yeah. It may happen again. It may not. It may be completely different the next time we do this. Yeah. We are going to do this annually, though, right? Oh, we're going to do a barrel pick annually. You know, it may not, it may not be makers. Yeah. You know, it will not be makers annually. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So, I mean, but... For those of you who supported us from the beginning, who did get your bottles, who bought cases. Yes. Special cases. shout out to the people that bought cases. Right. Right. Um, Especially Brodas and Shelly. And, and, and Dr. Melvin Washington. Yes. Who, <laughs> who bought. Not a case. A case of Algae, Algae Crumpler. Algae who is waiting on us downstairs to deliver us. <laughs> so we've got to wrap this his up. Case. He's about <laughs> his case. And so definitely thank you to everyone yeah. who supported us, uh, not just in this, but in all of the Black Bourbon Society endeavors since 2016. When we started this. Yeah. And so this is just the beginning. Much, much more to come. We look forward to continuing on the journey with you guys. Can I, um, can, before we wrap and up? I was going to say, yeah, man, wrap it up and tell people how they can get in touch with us. Well, before we even do that, I have a special thank you. And I want to thank my partner in life and in business, Armand Davis, because he really did hear my vision. Sometimes he sees my vision better than I see my vision. Um, but he played an integral role in helping me to make this barrel come true. And that really was helping us to foster the relationship with Rachel and also Tyler here in Atlanta with Tower One and Spirits and negotiating a deal that was fair to both of our brands and our companies and um, I mean, seriously, like this is the love of my life, but he's literally my right hand man. Like he makes sure that business actually gets handled. So I appreciate you, babe, because this is, this is our success. This is a testament of our business working relationship. And I really appreciate you for doing this for me, for us. Well, thank you, babe. And it is your vision. And I just want to make sure that your vision comes to fruition. It's yeah. You're the, it's your vision. And so I am just it's glad that vision. you chose me to be on, uh, on this journey with you. And I look forward to many, 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 many more journeys and adventures and years of making history. Cause this really is history. This yeah. is history in this industry. Yeah. And, um, we'll continue to do that. We we'll continue to make history together. So, Yay. Before we get all sappy, tell the people how they can reach out to us. <laughs> um, so next week we will talk about, what's our pick for next week first? Next week we're going to do a uh, rare breed, yeah, wild turkey rare breed. Since we're in holiday spirit approaching Thanksgiving, we haven't done any wild turkey reviews. Yeah. And so we'll do, um, we'll we'll do, do that. Turkey. We'll do that next week. Yep. And, um, we one more announcement. We really do want to reach out to the family of Dave Pickerel, and we, you know, with sad hearts, um, we want to acknowledge his life 
of great achievements and just amazing talents that he has shared with the whiskey industry, with the bourbon and whiskey industry. Um, and we are sad um, that he is no longer with us. So we want to send our sincere condolences to his family. Um, he also was a major, played a major role at Maker's Mark and also at Whistlepig. So we definitely want to acknowledge his lifetime of amazing work and just let his family know that we um, that we miss him and that we have them in our hearts and in our prayers. Um, and then on that note, then we can say our goodbye. So you can find out more about us on Instagram at Bonded and Bourbon Podcast, Black Bourbon Society. That's uh, at Bonded and Bourbon Podcast is on Instagram and Facebook. And same with Black Bourbon Society. You can find us at Black Bourbon Society on Facebook and Instagram. And that's pretty much it for me. All right, guys. Well, thank you again for joining us. This has been Bonded in Bourbon. Cheers. Armand, why would someone be interested in a still from Moonshine Still Pro? Well, there are those that want distilled water, and the stills from Moonshine to Still Pro certainly can do that. Others like the idea of a still in their man cave or she shed. I mean, is it really complete without one? Finally, there are those that are trying to tap into the rebellious American spirit, like was exemplified during the Prohibition era, as people gathered to connect and share a drink. No matter what your personal need for a still is, Moonshine Still Pro has a still that suits it, and they have parts that you can't find at your local hardware store if you're trying to build your own. I think people want to know more. Where do they need to go? You can find Moonshine Still Pro at www.moonshinestillpro.com. They also have a secret insider site, www.knock3times.com, with the number three, where they often have discount codes and other secret insider content. Bonded in Bourbon is part of the ABV Network. For more information or to advertise on the show, please log on to abvnetwork.com. Bonded in Bourbon is created by Bowen Zell Productions. (laughs) 